We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The hottest next tape you'll find online. Next all day. We bleed blue and orange. This is Next Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the NY Fanatic. Our next guest is somebody that I've been following for a long time, especially this season with the type of year that the Knicks are having. He's blown up this season. He's a national star. He is the CEO of Knicks Fan TV, which you can watch on YouTube. He is CP, the franchise, a great Knicks insider and NBA analyst, and he joins us right now on our progressive guest line. CP, Jake Asman here. Thanks so much for a couple minutes this morning, my friend. Jake, happy to be on. How's everything going? I'm Good morning hey. to uh, H-Town. Yes, sir. So I, I, the Knicks are coming to town on Sunday, so I'll be at the game. First time I've seen the Knicks in person in years, so I'm looking forward to that, CP. It should be a good one. should be a much better sh- uh, showing than uh, than 1994, that's for sure. Two different teams <laughs> and two different trajectories. Yes. So it should be a good one. You're right about that. So I wanted to get you on because you know I've been watching your channel all season long, and it's been amazing mm-hmm. just to see the type of year that the Knicks have had out of nowhere. I mean, when did you realize that this season was different? When did you realize that this was not just the same old Knicks of the last 20 years? You know what? Really, over the first few games, man, I mean, they had some terrific wins against the Bucs, a blowout win against the Bucs at home. Uh, They come back against the Utah Jazz, another top team. Even at that stage, you know, you had the Austin Rivers game, and they just kept fighting in every game, even the tough losses. They were competitive. They would play hard. They would defend very well. They were physical. So they just kept maintaining that edge, even at the early stages of the season. And then I think by the time the All-Star break hit, I said, okay, this is this is real. You know, this team is definitely formidable. And now we're sitting at number four, sole possession of fourth in the East. So it's been an incredible year. It's just been crazy to see, you know, just how well they have played collectively as a team. They've won now 10 of 11. I've been arguing for a while now that Tom Thibodeau is the, the NBA's coach of the year. I don't want to disrespect, you know, some of the other guys that are doing it around the league, Quinn Schneider, the job that Monty Williams has done. But you look at the talent the Knicks have, Compared to some of these other teams, I mean, their over/under CP was set at twenty-two and a half, and here are the Knicks right now in position yeah. with thirty-five wins already to host the first-round playoff series. I'll tell you what, I was not ready to take the 
on that bet. I was like Vegas. I, I had him penciled in at 26. But you mentioned Tom Thibodeau, and this team was 23rd in the league in defensive rating last year. They are now fourth. This guy, Tom Thibodeau, in, in a poll by The Athletic in 2019, he was voted number one of the coaches that players would not want to play for in, in that player's poll. You look at Julius Randle in his interviews, um, mentions uh, numerous times that Tom Thibodeau, he, he'll run through a wall for Tibbs. He likes that Tibbs holds these guys accountable. And from Julius being the leader of the team to the 15th guy, these guys are all locked in with Tibbs. What do you they were, they're ready to run their wall for him. They're playing hard. They're playing tough-nosed defense. And uh, that's what it's all about. He's doing a lot with the little, Jake. This team has the lowest payroll in the league. So Tibbs definitely deserves credit. Absolutely. And, you know, I was just going to follow up there. What do you think it is about Tibbs that has made him such a great coach, specifically with this team? Yeah. It's the fire and desire. You know, Tibbs has been here. He's been on that Van Gundy coaching tree, which is an extension of that Riley tree. And, and the characteristics that those three shares, that you have to come in, in in tip-top physical condition, you have to play hard at all times, you have to play defense or else you're not going to play. And so Tibbs knows what it takes to win here in New York. He's carried that with him to the team, and it's emanated, like I said, from Julius Randle, the leader, which is most important, on down to the 15th guy. On top of that, you bring in two quality veterans in Derrick Rose and Todd Gibson, who've played for Tibbs before, battle-tested with Tibbs, and they've been the consummate veterans that this locker room needs, both on and off the court. So it's just been an amazing ride, and I'm just glad that, you know, Tibbs has come here and, and really – um, you know, proving the doubt is wrong. There was a lot of skepticism on how he would handle a younger locker room as, you know, what happened in Minnesota. He didn't fare too well there, how you would handle the minutes. And, you know, you listen to all these guys, all the sound bites from R.J. Barrett to Julius Randle. These guys love playing for him, and it's showing in their record. CP, the franchise joining us here, CEO of Knicks Fan TV, tied it up with his time as we talk about the Knicks, who've won 10 of 11 and sit right now as the fourth-place team in the Eastern Conference. I mean, CP, we can't not talk about the year that Julius Randle has had. You look at the body of work, what he's done this year. Is he the most improved player in the league? Should he win that award when it's all said and done? I would certainly vote for him, no doubt about it. I mean, you're looking at a guy who Eastern Conference Player of the Week a couple of weeks ago in the month of April averaging 27 points, nine rebounds on 42% shooting from three. I mean, he's in a class with Larry Bird and Nikola Jokic as the only players in NBA history who may have averaged, who may average 20 points, 10 rebounds, five assists on over 40% shooting from three. It's a stark contrast to who he was last year. I mean, last year he struggled being the number one guy in New York and really trying to adjust in that role to, to being the guy. And it was a nightmare to watch on most nights. You know, the, the points were there. He would put up his stats, but his playmaking was terrible. His decision-making was terrible. He would turn the ball over. He only shot about 29% from three last year. This year, he's in tip-top physical condition. He studied Thibodeau on, in Chicago and, and Minnesota. He's coming. His assist-to-usage ratio is through the charts compared to last year. He's in the top 25% of the league. And so the biggest differences this year is his three-point shooting, which he's over 40%, and his, his passing ability, making his team better and making winning plays. Julius Randle, no doubt, deserves most improvement. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 
Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Playing books. CP, a lot of people question the Knicks when they acquired Derrick Rose that they trade earlier in the season. Watching Rose up yeah. close, how much has he meant to this Knicks team? He's been everything. He's been absolutely everything. And, you know, it, we, we just – we've sorely needed um, – a solid play at the point guard. You know, Alfred Payton does what he does, but to me, I look at him as more of a backup point guard. When Derrick Rose comes in backup minutes, it automatically lifts this offense up. It pushes the pace. He gets Obi Toppin involved. As soon as Derrick Rose was traded here, the connection with him and Obi Toppin was, was seamless. And, and it's made Obi Toppin a much better player because they're able to get out and push and transition. Not only that, Derrick Rose is a guy that can finish. He can get to the hoop. He can get you a mid-range bucket. He can get you a three-point bucket. So he's a guy that they can go to in late-game situations and take over within his hands. He's limited. We know that. We, he's sort of on a, on a, on a load management um, type of treatment right now, but his play on the court, the dynamics that he brings to this team, uh, is a reason why they're locked in fourth right now. They are 19-8 and eight with Derrick Rose in the lineup since the trade. He's been unbelievable. Well said. And just looking at this team, I mean, going into the year as a Knicks fan, I, I just wanted to see these young players develop under Thibodeau. I just wanted yeah. to see guys show improvement. I, you know, if they competed for the playing game, great. I, I wasn't expecting it. But, I mean, you look at this team now, CP, between R.J. Barrett and Emmanuel Quickly, and we'll see what Obi Toppin ends up being, and then just some of the other pieces they have. Julius Randle still just 26. I mean, the future's got to be as bright as it's ever been for the Knicks over the last 20 years because this could be sustainable if this young core continues to develop, right? Absolutely. And and you speak of Julius, you know, he's still a young guy. He's still a young guy and he's on the he's on the uptick. RJ Barrett, what a second year he's having. From a from a disastrous rookie year from an efficiency standpoint, RJ Barrett is coming in here and showing that he can be a competent drop into Julius's Batman. Played an outstanding game again last night after a tough game against the Phoenix Suns, bounced back well in the win over the Bulls. You look at Emmanuel quickly. What Emmanuel quickly did in that fourth quarter last night won the game. The Bull, the, the Knicks runner uh, had a one-point lead going into the fourth quarter. Emmanuel quickly came in, drew two quick fouls like a veteran, and scored 11 points in six minutes. He's a guy that can light it up, and as he gets older, he's only going to get better. So we, we have a young core, Bruin. We'll see what happens with Mitchell Robinson. Hopefully he can get healthy and maybe he can contribute. I'm not sure how they handle Obi Toppin, but one thing's for sure, with the young guys, if you're ready to play, Thibodeau will play you, you know, in minutes that he feels like you can be the most effective. That's what you're seeing with Quickly now. That's what you're seeing with Obi now. So, you know, there was a knock on him that he's not necessarily developing the young players. I don't necessarily see it as that. I think he wants to win. And if you're a young player that can help him win, you will play. CP, what are fair expectations? What are reasonable expectations now for the yeah. Knicks down the stretch? Well, look, they're, they're going into a tough West Coast gauntlet, a six-game road trip starting in Houston on Sunday, in Memphis, in Phoenix, at Denver, 
at the Clippers and then at the Lakers. Right now, they're one game ahead of the Hawks in sole possession of fourth. They're two games ahead of the Miami Heat and the Boston Celtics, who are sitting in sixth, uh, fifth and sixth, respectively. So they have a tough to finish this schedule they they have the seventh hardest schedule in the league to finish this out i'm hoping that they can finish within fourth or fifth that's my sweet spot right now because i feel like if you finish in fourth and fifth you have the ability to make a special season even more special by going into a playoffs against an opponent who though it's not known you probably have a better shot at winning that series as opposed to finishing sixth seventh or eighth so I think realistically they can finish fifth, hopefully fourth, but but ideally fifth to, to close this thing out, and maybe they can make some noise in the first round. Now, CP, I, the only thing I'll say for the Knicks this year that kind of just bums me out, and the Garden's been loud with 2,000 fans, but could you imagine yeah. what MSU would sound like packed to the brim every single night with the Knicks having this type of year? It would be absolutely pandemonium, man. And I've been to two games in post-pandemic. It's a 2,000-person capacity. But let me tell you something, Jake. It sounds like a sold-out crowd. The energy is still there. The passion of the fan base is still there. And I feel like the, the players can feel it. Now, once the playoffs start, they're going to push the capacity up by another 25%. So that should add some more uh, intrigue and dynamic into MSG. But no doubt about it, man. Even in limited capacity, the Garden is still electric. Absolutely. CP continues success. Great job with Knicks Fan TV. You guys do an amazing job covering the Knicks and the NBA. And appreciate a couple minutes this morning. Jake, thank you very much. Good to talk to you. And hopefully you come on my show one of these days, man. It'll be, I'll be glad to have you on. Uh, it'd be an honor. Anytime, CP. Thanks so much for your time this morning. And go Knicks. We'll see if they can continue this down the stretch.